Star Wars 7x7 episode 2,108. Today, it's our Clone Wars briefing on Together Again, which is episode 8 from season 7 of The Clone Wars and the final episode in our second story arc. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So here we are with Together Again, and we are together again for a Clone Wars briefing. And this is a full spoiler briefing, so if you have not watched the episode yet and don't want to spoil it for you, then by all means save this for a later date. Otherwise, let's dive right into it. The episode starts off where it basically started off in the previous episode, Dangerous Debt, with Ahsoka and the Martez sisters in jail and figuring out how they're going to get out of this trouble with the Pikes. Well, this time Ahsoka has a new plan, which is to make it look like she's going to betray the Martez sisters. And ultimately, what she's really doing is getting them out of harm's way. So she says, give them a chance to go pick up the spice they hit it and tried to con you. One rotation in their back, and I get my cut, and it's great. And if they don't get back, then I'll tell you all about the Martez sisters' family. So that puts the family in jeopardy, and the Pike leader agrees to that. But there's all sorts of double dealing going on because, of course, there is no family to betray because, as we found out, the Martez sisters lost their parents in a in an exchange between the Jedi and bounty hunters trying to rescue Zero the Hut many years previous. And the Pikes don't actually believe Ahsoka and think that something else is going on here. But they need the spice, apparently, because they have other problems. And their other problems manifest in the person of Maul. Yes, indeed, he has his reveal in this episode. And when the Pikes are talking to Maul, he is unhappy about, you know, delays that the Pikes have going on. But it's not necessarily clear what the delay is, but... I guess we're sort of given the implication that this spice shipment may have played into it somehow. And Maul is not happy. He says, you know, you're one small piece in a large machine I've created, but you could cause me some big problems. And yeah, he tries to strong arm them a bit. And after they're done talking with Maul, the Pikes are like, yeah, he, you know, kind of plays the members of the collective against each other. But, you know, what choice do we have? Because ultimately Maul is threatening them with the possibility that Crimson Dawn could come over and take away the Pike's business and so on and so forth. So there's a lot of political and underworld machination happening. But what is particularly interesting about this situation, not that that wasn't interesting, but what is also additionally interesting is that by this time Ahsoka has yet again broken out of her prison cell and she finds an ammunition room takes a bunch of charges with her and starts setting them in places along this you know, particular Pike facility. And while she's doing it, she happens to be in the facility where they're having a meeting with Maul via hologram. And Maul sees something in his, as he's being transmitted as a hologram, sees something in the environment and actually turns and looks where Ahsoka was, where she had been eavesdropping. So this is also the first time that Ahsoka sees Maul is somehow involved with Pikes, and Maul gets a flitter, but doesn't actually see her, catch her, notice her, but you know that somehow it hasn't escaped his notice. 
And speaking of things that haven't escaped notice, the Mandalorians on Obadiah are also keeping an eye on the situation. And when they see the Martez sisters ship take off, they note that Ahsoka isn't on it. And so Bo-Katan says, hey, I want to know the moment she leaves. And ultimately that time does come. But the way it comes is actually a bit of a surprise because I have to say, I did not expect the Martez sisters to come back for Ahsoka. And they get away clean and run Rafa and Trace are having a conversation, and Rafa's <laughs> motivation for this is to not let Ahsoka have the higher ground, morally, if you will. So she convinces Trace to go to some particular place that they know of where they try to socially engineer their way into stealing some spice that they're going to then take to the Pikes and deliver. And it's sort of working in there trying to bully these little minion type characters who, incidentally, the head minion is voiced by Josh Brenner, who was Niku from Star Wars Resistance, so that's fun. And it seems to go well until the Trandoshan boss gets involved, which leads to a big fight. And that boss is actually voiced by a guy named Tom Root, who wrote extensively for uh, Wizard, the comic book magazine, and Toy Fair, which, you know, there was some great comic stuff, and he's actually involved in Robot Chicken and other things as well, so that was kind of fun to see him in the credits listed there. And ultimately, they are able to steal some spice and go back to Obadiah, and just before Ahsoka, who has been captured and is about to be executed because they think she's working on behalf of the Jedi Order... Martez sisters arrive with the spice and say, hey, we got the spice. And the Pikes say, oh, great. We'll kill all of you anyway because we're sick of this business. <laughs> and it's just at that point when all the explosives go off. Ahsoka had a little wrist thing that made you think that it was going to be just, you know, one button push. But no, it was on a timer. Lucky for them. And it's right at the moment that they're about to be killed that it goes off and shakes up everybody. And then, you know, all heck breaks loose. And Ahsoka and the Martez sisters are able to escape escape after all, at which point Bo-Katan and the Mandalorians are able to follow them away and back to Coruscant. And there's sort of an all's well that ends well epilogue with Rafa and Trace and Ahsoka where, you know, Rafa and Trace obviously have reason to not be fans of the Jedi, but they reconcile that with their, you know, individual experience with Ahsoka. And it's at that moment that Bo-Katan reveals herself and this is their exchange, her exchange with Ahsoka at the end of the episode. So you remember me? Don't worry. Death Watch is gone. And now, you and I have a common enemy. Ma. I need your help. Once we are underway, I will explain everything. You have five minutes to decide. All right, so two things about this, for me at least. First of all, yes, absolutely, I see Ahsoka making this decision and this being the decision that she wants to make. I just wish that there had been a little bit more breathing room narratively. It feels like it was you know, made too quickly within the episode itself, especially considering that she has misgivings about the fact that it's going to bring her back in contact with the Jedi. And so what's, I guess, fueling this feeling for me is what we've talked about over the last you know few weeks about how this final season is structured and the fact that 
they are essentially skipping a storyline. They're skipping a story arc about what was going on way deep in the lower levels of Coruscant and that that was a storyline that would bring Ahsoka back in contact with the Jedi and that storyline isn't happening. So it seems like this particular final scene with Bo-Katan showing up and saying, hey Ahsoka, we gotta go, we have a common enemy. It seems like this scene was crafted specifically to bridge that gap. In other words, to you know, kind of paper over the necessity of that other storyline. And the problem still exists in that from a narrative standpoint, they have to bring Ahsoka to the point where she is reconnected with the Jedi and where she's reconnected to a degree that Ahsoka is trusted by Anakin and Obi-Wan with control of a regiment of clone troops in order to have the battle at Mandalore, which, I mean, I know Obi-Wan and Anakin probably already have that trust in her, but the surprise of being, you know, back in her company again, you know, there's something that's going to have to happen and develop with that. And so, yeah, they still have some narrative hoops through which they need to jump, and hopefully they will be able to manage those in the first episode of this final story arc, which will air next Friday. But for now... That is going to do it for our briefing on Together Again, which ultimately I think the Together Again thing has to deal with Ahsoka and Bo-Katan because there is no other real Together Again thing that happens there. I presume that's what they're talking about. And that's going to be it for this episode of the show as well. Thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the curve be flattening for you wherever in the world you may be. Podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademarks and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.